0: Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Richard. I'm Steve. And today we are giving our premiere predictions for the Super Bowl weekend.
1: Oh no. What? We
0: got nothing but Super Bowl talk all 24-7. We got seven full hours of podcast coming at you right now.
1: Dude, I feel like being an adult (laughs) football fan has to be so embarrassing. (laughs) Anytime you see them, like they're like, Oh, I catch the ball, and then they like dance and like fist pump and like do some like shitty uh, dance like they're 12 years old. <laughs> like I watch my dad watch the game and every time they do a little dance I look at him like like <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just how you have to handle people that love sports now you know just that you're disappointed the, every time the players <laughs> celebrate.
0: There, There is there is a, a level <sighs> where I, I think Of watching it, you know, watching like a team or especially like whatever, like there is a part of camaraderie in that where like it's, it's a thing that you like. It's a sport. I get it. There's like a, there's sport, right? You, you, it's made for entertainment. There's a level where it's like when you're knowing people's stats and like shit like that, where it, it goes a lot deeper, where it's like, I don't, I can't follow you there. I can't. I can't. I don't I just
1: can't. I like playing sports, but I don't understand watching anything except fighting. Like war is the only real sport. Like why would you want to watch football where people run into each other and all the cool parts are like hitting each other, like hockey people watch for the, the fights? Why would you want to watch sport when you could watch war? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, man. That's why I watch curling. Oh god
1: damn it! I fucking love curling. It's so cute. <laughs> so, it's so good. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's entertaining. It's, so it's
0: very funny. Oh fuck. The 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 international thing of it, where it's like there's a weird upset in like all of these northern countries. You know, like Canada and Norwegian. not These like Scandinavian countries and stuff that are like. You know, they're used to the cold. Like you think, you know, like a lot of the, the, you know, older Olympics and stuff, they have like the run on these winter Olympics and stuff. And more now a lot of, uh, Southeastern Asian countries, Korea, Korea, especially Korea and Japan are like going for it in, in, uh, curling. And it's, it's very cool to see there's like, okay, now there's like some, a lot more players that are like coming to take the shit seriously. (laughs)
1: Thank God! Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so, what are we uh, doing today? I I I think we should be straightforward with the audience. What well, what what happened to us today? Because this is going to be an unusually short one or a really bad one. <laughs>
0: I think two. it's gonna be great. I don't know. I think we're <laughs> off to a we're off to the fucking races. We're doing great.
1: Yeah, all our curling fans are just ecstatic right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just got off work very yeah. kind of day, and yeah. I had a concussion.
0: <laughs> yeah, tell us. Let's talk more about that.
1: Uh, I'm feeling a little loopy. No, I'm pretty much pretty much back to normal. But uh, I I hadn't left the house <laughs> in like a week, right? Mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what i've worked really hard this week it's my <laughs> first day off why why don't i go outside for the first time in a week and i decided to go to the art store like a nerd and uh go to Michael's. has got, got some supplies various doodads driving back i'm at a red light fucking glenway i fucking hate glenway man.
0: i was gonna ask where it happened of course it's oh fucking glenway
1: always glenway dude it is like mad max on that it is just like rush hour glenway it, you are just like fighting to survive mm-hmm. and i i got through all the the chaotic parts and i'm at a red light and i'm sitting there and i, I see this lady in my rear view and i was thinking to myself oh man she's cutting it cl- Oh oh <laughs> just got slammed like right as i'm thinking like oh she's getting pretty close but it it, i don't even know if she was breaking at all she hit me pretty fucking hard hard enough my glasses flew off my face into the windshield and uh you know like your, your mirror where it comes inside your car there might be like a little side panel like over the some of the bolts or some shit. Mm-hmm. Inside panels of my car popped off. But the air, but the airbag didn't go. So, I mean, she hit my back bumper pretty hard. There wasn't too much damage to me. Her front end was pretty fucked up. But Damn. So me in the middle of Glenway Avenue, like fucking dazed. And she gets out of her car before I do. And she claimed... That someone rear-ended her. I don't really think that's true. But when she hit me, I like slid like three or four feet into the car in front of me.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way. (sighs) I don't know. There's no fucking way.
1: I mean, it's possible she was like slow on her braking and someone tapped her when she was already like going too fast or some shit. I don't know. But I slammed into the car in front of me. The supposed driver that hit her and for sure the car that I hit both fled the scene. Wow. So we have four cars involved, two of them flee. And then I'm just saying, I, I, it's just so stupid. But uh, I got home that night and, I, you know, I've taken a few head hits. I've, <laughs> I've been through <laughs> a couple things here and there, but I I didn't directly hit anything with my head but the back of my neck maybe just from whiplash like swelled the fuck up and i was like super sleepy and felt really strange and i haven't had a concussion or head injury like that in a while and i felt really weird but back to normal it's been a <laughs> it's been a God long couple days damn yeah
0: is is ohio a no fault state
1: yeah well i know kentucky is ohio the cop told me if If the other two cars didn't flee, he would have had to ticket all of us. So my understanding, it it is a fault state. Like, she would have got cited for, and her insurance would be responsible. Whoever caused the accident, their insurance would be responsible, ultimately. But everyone involved would get a citation and points on their license.
0: Oh, wow. That's fucking, that fucking sucks. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's so stupid. I was like, well, I, how could I get a citation? He's like, because you were too close to the car in front of you. I was like, I'm at a red light, dude. Like, how how the fuck could I be too close? Like, at, at a dead stop.
0: Yeah, man, That that's a big thing up here. Because it, it absolutely, like, no fault state up here. Like, they are brutal about that. There is a huge wave of people that would, like, cut in front of people and, like, stop, like, right at a red light. Yeah. Hoping to get... Rear-ended so they could like get some kind of insurance money. So they were like, "All right, here's the thing: like everyone's responsible all the time. Like you're not gonna fucking, you know, if if someone rear-ends you, you're it's you share equal blame. Yeah, which sucks, but it it prevents that, I guess." so
1: i don't know that's what kentucky does too
0: there's a huge like there's always like almost a car's length
1: gap between
0: most cars (laughs) up here at fucking red lights
1: have you ever been in like any really bad car accidents no thank god man That shit's so scary i was talking to my buddy about it because it's i mean this one really wasn't that bad i just i was surprised i was surprised i my head got hurt that bad because like my car is still drivable, like it's okay, and no like serious bodily harm, no airbag went off, but my head was like fucked up, but I was talking to my buddy, and anytime you have a really serious accident, or even a minor one really, anytime you drive past that spot, it's like a mental scar, like oh that, yeah, that location is like scarred now, it's so weird.
0: Yeah, I, I can absolutely imagine, that's like a weird trauma response thing that like, you're, you're, gun shy and like that's activities too. Like there's a big thing with like even driving. There's a lot of people that have been like been in an accident and like once and it's like, I'm not at least for a, like a while, like not comfortable getting behind the wheel just because it's.
1: I've definitely got gun shy before. I, did I tell you about the time I wrecked on the the bridge? <laughs> it was, no. It was right before the bridge, but I was, was working at Amazon driving back to Cincinnati, and it was, like, raining pretty hard. And it, this is, like, one of those weird things that sticks with you. I was – it wasn't that I was distracted on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. But it was – it was that I thought about picking up my phone to get drugs. Mm. I I didn't even do it, though. But it was one of those things where, like, the th- – I remember the thought being a distraction. You yeah. know what I mean? But the guy in front of me, like, stopped way too short and hit the person in front of him. And then I didn't stop on in time because the roads were wet. But th- this was the worst one I think I've ever had. I slammed into him and we, like, spun through all four lanes of the highway.
0: Ooh. And, like,
1: I blacked out. And I woke up with my car smoking in the rain in front of the bridge on 75.
0: Oh, like, Jesus Christ, it's fucking terrifying. It was
1: bad. And the guy that I hit, he starts faking a neck injury in the middle of the highway. Like, the whole, oh, highway, whole highway shut down in the middle of rush hour, 75. He starts faking a neck injury and, like, started doing, like, some, f- like, f- obviously fake convulsions. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Ambulances show up. Turns out, so, uh, these two there were two dudes in this car. They're looking rough. One of them, the guy that started, like, faking the shaking and stuff, he gets into the ambulance, right? They're going to take this dude to the hospital. The other guy I'm standing next to talking, and he was like, <sighs> we both knew the, that the other one was a junkie, right? Like, that was yeah. just like, the vibe where it was like, oh, this is fucked. Cause he fucked up too, but I should have, shouldn't, shouldn't have been going, I guess, as fast. Right. So the, his buddy gets in the ambulance and then the cops show up on the scene, but they don't even sight anyone at all because it's the no fault. We're still in Kentucky. As the ambulance starts to roll off, I see the ambulance door open up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This dude hops out of the ambulance. The ambulance keeps going, and the dude hops over the highway barrier.
0: Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) Now, where that is on the bridge, like, the barrier is, I can't remember. There's no gap. It's not like he was risking a fall. But he hopped on the other side of the highway, so he's got traffic coming towards him in the shoulder lane. And he's crouching and, like, crawling along the barrier. Oh, my God. And I, I I, don't know, like, what the fuck is going on. And the ambulance, I guess, saw him jump out, and they radioed or whatever to the cops. And the cops start chasing this man down the highway on the other side with oncoming traffic. They end up catching him. Turns out the dude had a warrant. It was a stolen car and they had no licenses. So like the whole thing was like fucked. And then somehow I'm like fucked up, like pretty good. And my dad shows up and picks me up. And I I don't, I would never let this happen, but I I was not thinking straight at all. And my dad, (laughs) somehow this dude convinces my dad to give him a ride to the airport. So me and my dad are driving around with this dude and we drive and he was like fine. Yeah, he was obviously lying about what happened, but like I totaled their car and his buddy is like going to jail. And And he's like, I gotta go somewhere. (laughs) All he had on it was a woman's purse with someone else's ID in a stolen car. Me and my dad are driving him to the airport. And then you we were went to. We
0: accomplices, <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> and then we went to Frisch's after. It was like. <laughs> dude, I oh, had sweet car. Jesus. <laughs> I- Your dad's
0: got a good heart. I'll say
1: that. <laughs> He's too sweet. We- I had only had that car like two weeks because I was like super fucked up at this time. But I, I-, I think I wrecked four cars in two months. Like, it was, like, bad. But, yeah, that was, that was my last bad accident, and since then I've been, like, pretty good. And th- This one, this week, was not my fault. Holy shit. That, yeah, I kind of hate driving now.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I noticed the last few times I've come to visit Cincinnati, um, it definitely it's the first time crazy. after, like, a long stint away, when I came up and I was driving around and I realized I hadn't driven there since I was, like, like a lot – I drove there, like, 15 and a half until I was 17, and I was only there for a couple months when I was 17, and then I moved to Florida. So my experience was, like, limited at best, and it had been a while. And it's aggressive to a point where it's like these people all know these roads because they're on them every single day doing the same shit all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're not used to the curves and the hills (laughs) and shit, it will fuck you up. Like you're definitely going to, you've, I know you've seen out of state plates that are like going slow and like off to the side and shit.
1: People go over that double yellow constantly on Delhi to like just any big street in Cincinnati. People are on the wrong side of the road constantly.
0: It's, it's, it's really wild. It's like.
1: They don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- there's there's a control about it that I I recognize. But it's like it's just that. It's because these people are – they've been here their whole lives. They fucking – they know these roads like the back of their hand. They're on it all the time. I kind of get it.
1: Kind of.
0: Kind of. Yeah. But it's still fucked. It's like calm down. Homie.
1: <laughs> like, Dude, like I guess I'm still kind of in the hood, but I'm in a lesser hood. Mm -hmm. my old places were bad. Fucking Hawaiian Terrace. We had twelve murders and two body dumps the first year I lived there. Right? Like just like war zone shit.
0: You're literally on the the a far corner, but still inside like the hood. There's like right underneath you, there's a bunch Uh, of shit. Hood
1: hood adjacent. Yeah. Hood adjacent. (laughs) 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 But like our neighbor just got her house just got broken into yesterday and I was oh, home shit. and I somehow did not hear it and my buddy's apartment got shot up 35 times.
0: God damn. Like
1: Cincinnati is just I was telling you the other day when I was just driving to the tattoo shop I was like I should be fucking recording this because this is like the most disgusting Piece of shit, disgrace of a city. Like, I don't even know how our how our ancestors settled here. <laughs> like, what the fuck were they thinking? Well, it wasn't
0: like that when they got here. No, it was
1: exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> there were pigs running in the street, Stephen. <laughs> oh, my. The German heritage is so gross. I hate the whole... <laughs> That's the worst part of... <laughs> oh god damn all the gang violence and overdoses that's nothing it's that german heritage <laughs> it's
0: fucking third biggest oktoberfest outside of what berlin this,
1: what a disgusting <laughs> ritual oktoberfest big oh, steins and men with skirts and bad music i hate the you, whole lot of it
0: you know what's fucked up is somehow i don't i know it's not every year but on several years in my lifetime, someone has driven a car through Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, pull out, like, pull into a bunch of people. Like
1: it, Not even for cool terrorist reasons, more just because they're drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're fucked up. <laughs> kind of cool terrorist. Yeah. At least they have
1: purpose.
0: <laughs> cool terrorist reasons.
1: <laughs> I want my violence to have intent. I don't want this willy-nilly randomness of the universe. Yeah,
0: th- that guy just fucked up. He didn't have purpose behind it. <laughs> Fucking nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god. God damn it. So what? All right. What, what have you been thinking about? <laughs> I'm a mess. This whole week, my job's been fucked. Everything's like weird right now. Um, I know I just got to like coast through you know, the next week or two of nonsense and like get back to normal, but everything's topsy turvy. What, what, what's been going on with you? What are you thinking about?
0: Um, the thoughts that have mostly been consuming my mind are much more lighthearted than yours. Um, the, <laughs> I've been looking forward to, uh, fucking, we just had some sun earlier today. It was like 40 something. It was really nice out. And, uh, I know it's that full spring up here that, that, uh, post winter,
1: Mm. Um, but you know we—is your seasonal depression kind of switched off?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good right now. I'm I'm in the clear. Nice. Uh, for for the moment. i I usually get it like not right now, but it's like in a couple weeks or so, like mid March ish is usually when it it starts to hit. But the fact that I had it earlier, I'm not sure if that's going to affect this year. I don't know. <laughs> You're
1: like a groundhog trying to find yeah.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> Six more weeks of depression. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) what a way what a way to decide my mental health (laughs) but it was um no it's been um it's been all right i would i'm just been thinking about like works about to start escalating a lot like it's already like it didn't really go down we were expecting it like a lot more of a a decrease and we haven't seen that so which is good that's really great we just kind of like realized we looked we lifted our heads and like fuck it's you know it's end of january already well you've, and you've then had- like we're halfway through february now and it's like fuck man we're we got to get back on it and start in like a month
1: i mean you've affected your company quite a bit like not yes. that they might yeah. not be equally succeeding but you've driven a lot of their success and like growth in the last couple of years
0: yeah no actually my um i mean being my boss just had a conversation about that you know uh, fucking two days ago we were using so much of like what what's been going on here is thanks to you and like i i really do appreciate it. i i know that he sees that and i appreciate that he sees that and it's like i'm only expect more from here like there's so much more that we can do you know that with we've kind of just been delegating like what how we're gonna handle the growth because it's gonna be a lot kind of all at once and nothing we can't handle but it's you know it's moving it's moving well so that's it's just been it's been good things have been good
1: well my job put me on probation (laughs) because I called out their unethical practices what dude it's actually like kinda kinda sticky right now I, I if if Honestly though, I think I'm dancing pretty well. I got some good tactical maneuvering, but it's been like a week of this weird situation. And if I can just get, I think if, I think if I navigate the next week and it blows over, it'll be totally fine. Cause my manager's like totally happy with my work, but there, there's some like, sketchy shit going on and i i said something about it i got called out and then said something about it and then it's kind of like it's got really weird cool Uh, yeah dude i can't i can't talk about it on this but it's like really frustrating because it sucks yeah i finally got to like a professional level that i should I should have been at, but, you know, I was in apprenticing, training, got fully licensed. I feel like I finally got to where I was supposed to be, and now there's, like, a, uh, I don't know if it's company-wide or, like, my department, there's this whole, like, discrepancy on how things should be done, and I don't agree with some of their practices, and now it's become an issue.
0: Wait, Stephen, were you the one that put all the top secret documents
1: at Biden and in Trump's offices? <laughs> I did. I just wanted to even out the, yeah. the political nightmare <laughs> that we're all experiencing <laughs> together. Did, did you listen to the State of Address? No, not yet. It was actually pretty based. Pretty, okay. solid,
0: pretty, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I'll have to. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'm and on listening to it, anyways.
1: I, I felt more patriotic than I felt. In the whole, I was almost. That says a lot. I was almost not ashamed to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> this close. <laughs>
0: it's
1: very. It was very interesting though, because there were uh, a a good chunk of outbursts from the crowd. That and and Biden was having a good day. He was wide awake. He wasn't was sleepy. <laughs> But he he kind of shut down some calls from the audience that were man pretty telling. Um, yeah, you will have to watch. I mean, I'm not Biden's fucking dope compared to compared to what, what else we've had going on. But yeah, he's not my boy, but yeah, I'm understand. gonna pretend he is. So it's interesting though. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tune into that later on. Yeah. Like a responsible American. (laughs) Like a responsible American.
0: (laughs) Not a proud one, but just a responsible one.
1: (laughs) And then Trump called uh, DeSantis uh, a groomer and posted a photo of him when DeSantis was a high school teacher with underage women. Like, just in a couch. Like, they might have been drinking on a party. Who the fuck knows? But it was like... The photo did not expose anything, but Trump's outright calling him a pedophile now. So like, whoa! They're about shit's getting wild. They're fucking kill each other. They are going to (laughs) self destruct. It's going to be a (laughs) wild ride to the finish line. That is for sure.
0: Damn. Damn. That's. It's I mean, it sucks the idea of having another person that's like hurting people and whatever in the world <laughs> sucks, but man, it is it's so invigorating to hear there's just wild the wild shit that's going on. I was just telling someone today actually your your outlook we've had conversations of this where like I watch the news and like I get upset like I get enraged seeing like the injustice and the lies and the shit like that and like I get so infuriated with it and you were like you get mad
1: watching the news <laughs>
0: I, <was> like, <laughs> I do I
1: I might have been a little I do Oh, I yeah, I, I, I know
0: I know too. but the, you had this point of view of like you know it's just this big fucking carnival of wild shit going on and we're just watching it and it you know it doesn't affect you like t- tomorrow you know still gotta, still gotta get on the bus, bus right yeah like, <laughs> So it's like, I, I saw it and I, I was thinking about it. And it's like, I'm trying to embrace a little bit more of that in my life of like.
1: Just a pinch of apathy.
0: Yeah. It just, I can't, I, you can't be furious for all of
1: it. You're going to wear yourself out. But like. I mean, these guys are literally taking buses of immigrants and dropping them off. And
0: oh my <laughs> God. It's the most wild shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, all right, let's, let's take empathy out of the equation. Just the idea that a a political party, to make a point at the other party about immigration, they are taking people out of their home country, lying about (laughs) where they're taking them, and kidnapping them, driving them thousands of miles, and then just kicking them out. It's fucking, it's so wild. If you remove empathy from, like, under understanding of what's happening i mean it is like comedy like this shit is so yeah, fucking nuts like it's, it's
0: crazy yeah it's absolutely bonkers it's it's such a wild idea that someone was like hey why don't we do this and uh, other people were like yeah why don't we do that let's <laughs> let's get a fucking let's get a couple buses over here stat like and then
1: and then the the other side of the the axe the other the other blade of the axe is now our money has to pay for the investigations that will not charge them with anything for
0: it. right exactly yeah, no no one's gonna no one's gonna see any kind of justice for that oh no.
1: god damn it's just so wild i mean it's just such a a crazy mickey mouse world you know it is man it's fucked out of here Absolutely it's real. Devastated. It's real
0: fucked up here. <laughs> uh, but we have moments like this where we can feel better about it. And the, one of the Absolutely. things that helps us feel better about the state of everything else in the world. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl Sunday, boys.
1: <laughs> so what did, I see you want to call out predictions. I don't even know what teams are <laughs>
0: I didn't until today.
1: Well, who's playing um,
0: it's uh kansas city and the uh philadelphia eagles
1: now which team has the prettier uniforms which team looks sexiest on the field because that's who i'm gonna predict you know
0: kansas city has their like red and white number i think um philly's always been like a dark teal and white
1: Mm, that's not not too hot
0: neither one of them's really good Mm. um the um, I mean it depends on what uniforms they decide to wear that day
1: and their makeup that day. I love those yeah, little true. stripes they put on the clothes.
0: stripes. <laughs> Fierce,
1: <laughs> dude. Oh I, God, every dude. Anytime I'm <laughs> in a room of like really like manly guys that are watching a game. I always say that <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like the pretty makeup. Oh god damn it! I'm stealing that.
1: <laughs> you watch them devolve so quickly. It's they get so so, I'm funny. sure
0: they get so defensive
1: and, <laughs> and a homophobic. Like it's, <laughs> too- <laughs> it's, so funny.
0: Oh god damn it! Uh, so yeah, who, spe- I was gonna say, speaking of homophobic, I've been getting a lot of um, like um, drag race stuff in my um, like drag YouTube race. feed.
1: A- actual drag racing or like no, like, queen? like
0: RuPaul shit, like, okay. like fucking drag queen shit, mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. I never, I've never actually watched any like what Trixie and uh, Mattel and Katya shit, and it's
1: like really funny shit, dude. I've overdosed twice while watching RuPaul's drag, <laughs> <laughs> it's very good, it's very, I caught kind a of felony charge while watching RuPaul's drag race, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're getting dragged out by the cops And they're in the background like slay queen, fucking slay <laughs> oh
1: uh, oh,
0: Fucking A uh,
1: Yeah honestly I can't I can't get into it sober But if I'm like chilling Cause that's one of those shows like your girlfriend You know some A girl you're close to wants to watch it And you're like fuck it oh, get a laugh it's funny Yeah They do some cool stuff
0: Yeah, it's it's one, like, I don't stream, like, shows of anything, especially not, like, reality show kind of stuff. But, like, the little, like, the shorts, the YouTube shorts that I've been getting are, like, very good. Very good moments of very funny and entertaining shit. I like it, and I'm a fan. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was good shit. Um, What were you talking about? Super Bowl. (laughs) the Fucking uh, the big beefy man with the makeup on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, who's your, um, who's your team? So,
0: this is going to come out after the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, so, this doesn't matter at all. <laughs> this
0: doesn't matter. Well, no, no, no. So, like, no, this is, this is, I'm calling this shot. We'll hear it. We'll hear it. Everyone listening to it is going to hear it after it's already happened. Mm. I'm calling, I haven't watched any games this season. I have no idea who's on what team anymore. I haven't watched an Eagles game since fucking Vic was playing. Who the fuck is Vic
1: and why would you ever watch an Eagles game?
0: Mike Vic, uh, while oh, the also, dog
1: fighter guy? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: He was a terrible person for dog fighting, but also he had a hell of a left arm. <laughs> um he or uh, that so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Philly. Okay. I think Kansas City is like I think everyone's expecting Kansas City to win because they did good uh I think last year. I think
1: I, I want Philly to win just so it's always sunny can do another episode about it.
0: True. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They'll have a field day with that.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, Philadelphia we're locking it in. That's
1: official prediction.
0: Now, this is a long con, so next year, mm-hmm. next year if we're correct on this, I, even if we're wrong, Next mm-hmm. year you come back and before you place all your bets for the Super Bowl, you come, come to us, us and first. you say like who's gonna win and we tell you. And if we're wrong this year, then you'll know next year, okay, whatever they say, just choose the opposite.
1: Right, because we're, we're
0: right this year, they're like, Okay, these guys know something. They're they're in on the
1: sports savants.
0: Yeah, they're you know, inside the internal network of who's setting up the game and like mm, plugged you know, into who's, the matrix. Who's gonna take the fall and you know, like the third inning, like they don't do innings, they do <laughs> Damn. That's baseball.
1: Damn! <laughs> I'm
0: plugged Damn. in, man.
1: You just fucked up that whole cell. The third quarter. <laughs> We're in the bottom of the third inning. <laughs> Trying to get a score on the goalie. <laughs> Hole in one. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, good God damn it.
1: All right, so what about dirt bikes? Oh, these, oh This is yeah. such a disjointed ride. Oh, <laughs> this is super Christ. fun.
0: <laughs> no, but okay, so I saw this come up on my on my like uh, little news feed thing. I was looking for some dumb shit to talk about. RCA, the old VCR company, mm-hmm. is now making electric dirt bikes.
1: Damn, um, then you have to rewind them?
0: Yeah, you gotta rewind them before you return them. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um i've been
1: oh i've I've personally been interested in like humor (laughs) (laughs) that's what that is that was bad
0: i thought it was very funny i thought it was good the um the people so the um the electric bike scene like i've been i've liked the idea like i've been trying to follow it a little bit since it like started becoming a thing of like pedal assist and then there's like you assist? have like full blown batteries that are like pedal assist, is where like oh, you're going up assist. the hill,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, like, you, I thought you were trying to, yeah, it sounded like Pederast, yeah,
0: Pederast, yeah,
1: uh, they <laughs> those <laughs> pederast, pedal
0: assist <laughs> that's a whole different product. Mm. They now have them where like it looks compact like a regular bicycle, maybe like a little bit of battery pack thing and like in the frame, but like you can basically just not even ride your bike and go like 35 miles an hour.
1: They're so fucking streamlined. Like, they're like so efficient. Like, it's pretty impressive what they're they're doing.
0: Apparently, there's like, you know, especially in places that are like, like New York and stuff, where like you don't get your if you do like DoorDash or something like that, like it's not a car driving to you. Typically, it's like somebody on a bike is delivering.
1: It's it. a poor person on a yeah bike. Yeah, a poor
0: person on a thousand dollar bike. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that, that idea I think is awesome. I've always liked them. I've been waiting for like prices to go down on shit like that. But I think the idea of having an electric dirt bike is very big. That's like needed in the sports and shit with it. You know, it's not for you know travel, obviously, like long distances, but. You know, you can fuck around and find out and the, a lot of the hazards that are related to dirt bike or, you know, like, you know, the, the machine, the equipment that you have underneath you, all the power that's underneath you. And if you have, you know, it's just a fucking, it's just a battery.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, you know, if it falls on top of you or you hit somebody else, like, sure, someone's going to get hurt, but no one's, you know, it's not, it's less likely someone's going to have to go to the fucking hospital. Like, you're going to have way I, less weight behind it. You're going to have, it's, it's going to be a wait, much are, more safer are te-
1: experience. Are you just telling me? <laughs> no, that I'm electric just, bikes. I, are...
0: I thought it was <laughs> fucking interesting. And I thought for maybe one second, my friend seemed would be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, man. Fucking, that sounds pretty fucking cool.
1: Well, the cool thing about electric bikes Thanks for bikes telling are me they, about this thing that you're less.
0: interested in. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: In case you do a double backflip and land on your head, it won't <laughs> weigh as much. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Technology keeps getting lighter.
0: <laughs> I I stand by my statement, and I digress. Have you
1: ever rode one?
0: A uh, regular dirt bike, yes.
1: Okay, but not not like the new.
0: No, uh, no, yeah, I'm, new I'm not. Bike. I'm not on that RCA VCR bike yet.
1: That's it. I I'd imagine they had to have been still in the tech business of some sort between vcrs and electric bikes right Uh,
0: yeah apparently uh, um, apparently they got bought out by a parent company and like
1: i can picture their logo and everything like
0: yeah yeah. it's like you've seen it
1: a thousand times Mm -hmm.
0: on that old tv that you used to play games on or like that old fucking vcr that you know you used to tape your daily cartoons on
1: Mm -hmm. it's
0: the real shit
1: Never taped a cartoon.
0: No, we. I used to tape have um tape Dragon Ball Z because it would sometimes would, would be on before I got home from school.
1: That's some pretty intense forethought. I appreciate that. Oh, my dad helped me out because he watched it too. Oh, dude. Uh, you speaking of cartoons, drawing art. Uh, you started dipping your toes in the art world again. How's it
0: yeah, I, I drew one thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I drew hey, a, it's a. It's a modest start. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it is. And I, I'm I'm definitely I'm looking forward to um this weekend finishing more of it and then starting something new. I was thinking about thinking like, well, if I'm just starting, you know, a whole, you know, evening of coloring it, I might go back to colored pencil or something. Cause I can I think I'll make a I'll have more fun doing that. But I think if I'm just like loosening up, if I just fuck around with some color, I need Absolutely. to get past that barrier of like it's good as a as a drawing. Like, if I add color to it, I'll fuck it up. I just need to get past that mental block
1: in my head. He, here's what you do. Here's what you do. I, I, so you're at a barrier. I'm currently at an artistic crossroads. But here, I have your solution, okay? This, and I did, I've taken this route before, and it's one of the the loops in my art path that got me to where I am, in a way. But what you need to do... Finish your drawing. Are you inking it or is it graphite?
0: It's already inked.
1: Take a pause. Scan or photograph that bitch. D- do digital color.
0: Finish it in digital.
1: Just to even if it's just to get a feel for it because as soon as you start playing with that, you'll you'll figure out how you want to color it for sure or you'll do it really cool digital or you just get your your template for how you want to do it and at that point there's no longer like the hesitancy to fuck up the real thing because you have a really you you will have a finished digital line drawing like if if you fuck it up with in real life with the markers color pens whatever you already have this cool digital line drawing yeah and it like something about like digitally painting it it you don't it gets rid of the fear of fucking up the, the original because you got a copy. you know, It's finished already.
0: Fair. Yeah, I'll bring the fucking tablet up here. I'll set it up tomorrow. Fuck
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm at a crossroads myself and it's, it's kind of a boring one. So art's gotten really... I feel like I'm at the monk phase. <laughs> so I used to be like... In the battleground, chopping it up every day for hours, was, you know, I was knocking out shit every couple days, and uh, my life routine changing, work, podcast, like just a lot of shit going. On. I can't, I can't finish pieces every couple days or whatever. So, started turning into maybe twice a week, once a week, and. That was really hard for me to accept. And then I got to the point where I really liked it. Like once a week to get something done was awesome because I I would just look at it all week as I'm working. Like when I'm at Mm. work, I'd have my another computer with my shit pulled up and I could just kind of like think about it and take my time. And that's been really cool. But that's over time, over like the last year kind of shifted where It's not that I'm not working. I'm still always working on art, but I'm finishing like one thing a month, two things a month. And right now I have this piece. I've probably spent an hour, two hours a day for the last week on, and Mm -hmm. I have made zero progress. Like to someone else's eye. And from my perspective, I've, I've made a ton of progress in figuring out things that I don't think would work. And in the past, I would have totally finished all those different versions. I could have easily finished one of those. But Mm. I just, I want things to be, I want it to be right. I I really want it to be how I want it to be. And I'm kind of okay with it taking as long as it needs to with how my life is right now. But it's frustrating. And I feel like I'm in a, I feel like I'm a monk just trying to like win a meditation because it's just a, like, internal fight with myself to, like, sit down and work on art for hours at a time and not, and not, I always feel like it's a puzzle. Like, I'm trying to figure out the the right thing to do. Mm. And, like, for hours at a time to, like, not find the right piece can be, like, I don't think it's, it's frustrating, but I'm not, like, not upset. I'm just, uh... I don't know. Just, it's just, I, I feel incomplete until I finish, you know,
0: I feel like I, I, I feel what you're saying because I, I struggle with the idea of learning things that are like, you put a lot of pros like, you know, time and energy into something and what you come away with is learning what not to do or like what doesn't work.
1: Absolutely.
0: I feel like, it it doesn't it maybe not it doesn't always feel like progress or like you're going forward, but that information is equally important as what to do, because yeah. there there's gonna be variables for shit that like you're gonna learn, you know, through time. You know, the reason a lot of that comes into play. I I look at most of my career as like learn. I spent a lot of time learning what not to do. Uh, definitely learning like things that worked within that or like things that worked along the way, but there's not like a one set way to do it. There's just, there are definitely ways where things that don't work, things you can't do, things that long-term will be bad or they have repercussions that are not great. And to translate that into art, like there's not a formula, a perfect formula for something, you know, with what you're doing, I I can only assume there's like from my, from my limited experience in photo editing and like manipulation of shit like that, there are certain things that you like that like aesthetics and like contrasts and like, uh, you know, high contrast versus like lower and like light balances that you probably like a lot Mm -hmm. that you, I'm not sure like if you like, well, like default almost to some of those. I know I have I found myself doing that a lot with like even minimal stuff where it's like if I'm setting up like wallpapers for my computer or for my phone or something, I'll doctor shit up and like fuck with it. And like, yeah, you just find like a weird balance of things. It's like, fuck, I can do this to like all these pictures tendencies. and just put them at the same fucking levels and they kind of work.
1: Yeah. Tendencies, artistic tendencies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's the word. That's the word. But I feel like when you're doing what you're doing and you're getting more experimental and trying to like evolve and do new shit, do different shit, you really got to fuck around and find out and play with that. And that's just part of the process. And
1: because I don't want it to be, you know, something I would have done a year ago. I want it, even if it's exactly, even if it's the same vein, similar, like I'm happy with what I'm doing. I don't want to like revolutionize what i'm doing but i i want it i want it to be better than i, I could have done previously so i'm just kind of like waging that war kind of unsuccessfully with myself right now but like you said it with art knowing not what not to do is a benefit for every other piece of art you make for the rest of your life even if it's like yeah. a small thing it, it's all like a compiling data to more efficiently figure out the next puzzle.
0: Yeah, there, there's... Like I said, I've, I've kind of looked at a lot of my life that way, of like, when you learn what not to do, a, a lot of those things are like tendencies or patterns where it's like, you can see how easy how easy it would be to fall into this or to do this thing. But this is more life than it is art, but it, it's like, you know... Learning that okay, this doesn't work long term for these reasons is like that's so beneficial to you growing and coming up with new solutions to shit.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. It, I think, I think you're right. From the outside, it doesn't particularly look like progress, but at least you can know in your head, like, okay, i this something. I've gained something from this.
1: Yeah, I, I have to kind of. You know your thing. I have to kind of remind myself that I, I do enjoy doing it, even though it doesn't always feel that way, and I try to embrace that a bit.
0: When you lose all the progress you made on something by fucking either Photoshop or your something that doesn't save right or
1: or just anger, yeah, just <laughs> <And> <laughs> straight <angrily> fury, <laughs> deleting shit. Yeah. All right. Speaking of solutions, mm-hmm. I I'm wondering. I don't know if you'd have any advice for this or not. So, my, I know, I know you know this, but I, I, when I got those felony charges watching Ray Paul's drag race, get sent to, you know, state mandated rehab for 13 months or whatever the fuck, in that program, forced to get a therapist through the state. I end up seeing this therapist and yeah, you know, I'm a free man. It's been a, that's been a while. But I, I've been seeing her for like six or seven years now, which is crazy. I can't imagine how it's been that long. It feels wild. And she's been like so helpful to me, right? Mm-hmm. She's about to have her second kid, and I'm I'm her longest patient ever. Like normally you don't see someone that long, typically. And um you know, she's having her second kid, she's going to take a pregnancy leave, and I don't see her that often anymore, and it's kind of like a good time to part paths, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel that way, but, you know, that's, I mean, I obviously have to say it, but this this is her, her choice, too. So I see her for the last, and, and it's one of those things, if I ever had an emergency or something, i sure I could come back or whatever but I, i'm about to have my last appointment and I, I don't know what to fucking do like it's such a it's such a like uh, it's one of those i can't like express an en- enough to her gratefulness and when you're the patient of someone you you can't like give them a gift or you know like you can't really mm-hmm. and you don't want to be overly personal but it's like a, a change like i may never see her again or i don't know like i don't know how to like i'm definitely gonna like write a little note but it feels that feels like um you know like you i don't know at least i feel like i would like to make like a a bigger gesture right mm-hmm but you can't make a grand gesture either. <laughs> yeah. Like it it's just uh I don't know. I wish I knew what would be something that I don't know. Well, Should, let, me,
0: yeah. let me let me ask you this. Would it be you know the the relationship better than I do? Would it be weird to bake cookies? Um cuz that's uh, always that's always a
1: win. I've never baked cookies for anyone oh, I man. can't start now I'm-
0: You get some Toll House the ready-made Dough <laughs> and just heat it up, whatever They don't have to be from scratch
1: uh, I don't, I'm not I'm not a big cookie baker okay. I, you know, So I will say though For New Year's resolution I told my girlfriend this year's Resolutions are to make Her make resolutions <laughs> <laughs> I told her This year's not about me I'm I care about you this year. I'm gonna make <laughs> resolutions for you so
0: <laughs> okay I th- okay what I thought what you were saying was you're gonna you're gonna drive her life into a state where she gets to the end of the year like all right I need some things need to change <laughs> so
1: every single day since New year's, I've told her I would love her more if she made pastries. <laughs> attempt to make her <laughs> make me pastries. <laughs> it is, she's oh, so God. annoyed with me. She Damn, thought it was poor it was, Sarah, that's though.
0: that is so fucking funny though. <laughs> I
1: I I told her I think she'll crack in sub six months. I think <laughs> I think I'm going to be a fat pastry boy about six more months from now. <laughs> so, like, oh, oh, I made God dinner, i bit like, probably a little bit better with the pastry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, I'm just craving pastries. <laughs> oh, God damn it. She thinks it's funny at least. But damn, yeah, I I think all I could do is write a note, you know, but <sighs> that feels...
0: I mean, so here's, here's one. It's not a grand gesture now, but it could be good in the long term. Um, and this is completely hypocritical, excuse me, completely hypocritical because I'm terrible about this myself, but like, that's what Christmas cards are for. Like just something like a check in, like, Hey, hope you're doing well, you know, postcard kind of thing of like, uh, you know. Thank you for, you know, all that you've done and like I'm doing good and like I'm sure that probably helps a lot when especially in a relationship where, you know, you've you've known each other for so long and like had very personal conversations about things of like where you, you know, I'm sure that as a as a therapist, I would assume that it's hard to not think about things like that or like worry or wonder of like I wonder how they're doing like Mm -hmm. this person you saw in like some of their
1: darkest moments and shit and like see that's the thing is like I really I, uh, you know we know each other so well at this point she definitely knows me much better than I know her but I, I do feel like it would be inappropriate to to do anything like too, like too grand. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but at, at the same time, like I, I probably more likely than not am never going to like see her again, or like at, mm-hmm. at least in the same capacity or, and for, for someone that wasn't like a loved one or close friends, like, you know, she was a stranger to me, and she she's done more to help my life than you know I ever imagined a stranger would. I never paid a single dollar. Like she, she went out of her way and like just always was willing to be there. Like it's kind of crazy. Like she she was just so kind. Con- I don't think of her as like she was a a student therapist still, like working on her license. Like I don't think of her as like. Oh, like such a crazy talented uh top level professional she's very good but she just was like always willing to be empathetic like just always willing to listen or try to help me any way she could and that's just like such a rare thing from a stranger like a
0: yeah. right I c- person the right time there when you need them
1: yeah i just i just can't express how grateful i am enough and that's i feel like uh, it's going to be I feel like I'll be anxious, and I know it'll go fine. But yeah. it, I feel I, like, yeah,
0: a, I, th- I think I think a note would probably be best on that too. I think that's something like that because it it is hard to like
1: in person say, yeah, yeah,
0: and it's it's you know not even saying it, but like I, I think especially if you spend the time to like write something, like it will help you to organize those thoughts too because it's like how how do we ever express our gratitude for something that's so incredible when when for certain things that come into our lives where it's life-changing it's altering it's it can help change your perspective on shit like that like i don't there's a there's a certain way that like the words don't do it justice like you can get a, a big old dictionary and thesaurus out and like it's still not gonna mean the same as like if you just write down what you're feeling and that's the best we can do with with human communication
1: it's just you know it's, it's rare to find it's rare to find good people and Damn. when you do I think they deserve to know it
0: I agree with that for sure
1: well, I'll figure something out. I don't know about you. Uh, I'm, I have not slept much at all recently. Where are you at? Um, I am
0: actually doing a little bit better on getting my sleep schedule back on track. Not fantastic. Are you, on, are you but under
1: that, or over five I'm hours?
0: At, I'm over.
1: That's solid.
0: It's just what that means is um, I've I'm, I'm been getting like a casual six most of the time that's pretty um, cash yeah i've been trying to not nap during the days like when i don't have to work or you like have
1: I, a bad nap habit you I are do. out well, of control with your <laughs> nap. I, I mean, it is absurd i've never seen an adult take so many naps.
0: that is not true it one. is so true okay well you you hang out with the but I know you're not going to hang out anymore, but I was going to say, you know, a bunch of fucking junkies on uppers and shit. I, <laughs> yeah, I
1: live like a method.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, you know, especially like a Saturday after work or something like I've I've been up since 3 a.m., and it's like five something and like, yeah, I'm fucking
1: I, I, I didn't say you didn't deserve them. It's just kind of <laughs> crazy.
0: So I've I'm, been I'm getting that back under wraps. Uh, but I mean, especially going in the summertime, there's there will be no time for it. It just won't be an, uh, an option
1: <laughs> no, at no all. Nap times no nap time
0: No nap time in the summer, man. It's fucking nonstop. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> get, get, get the get sleep it. hours while you can, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. But also I would like to, you know be not wake up and feel like shit and groggy and be able to like function like a normal person today was particularly was a good one i woke up really well i had i had one good yawn in the afternoon and that was it
1: (laughs) well i i hope you get some extra sleep because i I think i'm done for today but uh yeah we i set up uh approaching humans microphone yesterday so we got to Another interview on the way. Very excited. I don't have the questions figured out yet, but I get tattooed on my back piece tomorrow. And then afterwards, I'm going gonna... to... I need to put some thought into these questions, but I know it's going to end up being super cash, but I, w- I want to have... It's like he's my brother. I-, I should have the right thoughtful questions too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's on you. That's my homework, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll have some shit. I'll have a couple, too.
1: I, we, he's, we've been listening. He turned me on to the the composer. I just made sure to pronounce his name right now. I'm going to fuck it up. Dvorak? Are you familiar?
0: No, maybe have I seen it in writing.
1: Dvorak's seventh, and I think ninth. I, Is it D V O? D-O-V-A-R-K, I believe. I just fucking love this dude. His compositions are just so beautiful. So I, I want to have some, uh, like music theory conversations with Johnson. I think it'll be fun. It's been, okay. He's been writing a lot of piano lately.
0: Yeah, I recognize this name. I might recognize see, some of the work if I heard it. but
1: I always would see his name, but I don't hear him played nearly as often as like the, you know, what is it? The your Big Bach Ford. and yeah. your
0: Mozart and yeah.
1: I think he's a little more People
0: all over Mozart's dick for some reason.
1: Well, supposedly, uh, Dvorak, he was, aside from... Aside from... <sighs> fuck is it was Be- beethoven was popular in his lifetime right yes th- yeah dvorak was supposedly like one of the only other composers that was like a big deal while he was alive
0: okay cool
1: like he was like a huge deal at the time but i don't think he i think like real classical fans or people like really re- like hold his Work in high regards, but I don't think he's like generally at quite as listened to. But I'm still still learning. I don't really know, but I love it's new for me. I I just love classical orchestra shit, but it's so hard to find the right composers. I'm
0: telling you, man that that fucking that one channel on your radio station. You gotta oh yeah, that's, set it there. It's usually like in the the upper eighties or the low nineties five. 50 a.m.
1: since yeah. Ooh a.m. I don't really fuck with what? the a.m.
0: one but how
1: do you how do you listen to coast to coast? I don't. <laughs> Dude, you have to listen to coast. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? The alien no, no, truck the trucker conspiracy alien talk radio stuff. It's like no. <laughs> it's the real underground Alex jo- it's it was it, it predates I, Alex Jones shit but it's literally like aliens and ghost sightings and it's like every it's a nationwide broadcast and it's mentally ill people from across the united states call in to talk about conspiracy theories
0: oh i love that it's called coast to coast too because that makes coast me think it makes me think of space ghost coast to coast <laughs> yeah and if space ghost had a conspiracy theory show that would be it would that would be impeccable. That it would be still
1: great. would not be as absurd as this radio. It's like <laughs> I think it's like been around in 30 years. Like, but it's Jesus. where Jesus. Like, it's where like the original conspiracy tin foil hat, crazy like it's what got Alex Jones in the conspiracy stuff. Like legitimately. Goddamn. Like when he was in college, like this was the only source of uh like public conversation about conspiracy shit. And they do alien stuff they have like a trucker specific show but it's on am radio every night and i would i would stay up late and like use my little radio walkman to like stay up and listen to these crazy people talk about shit i didn't understand
0: all right cool i'm only gonna listen to it if i'm wearing a tinfoil hat
1: i will buy you one
0: (laughs) you buy me one
1: it's in the mail (laughs) custom made custom fitted
0: (laughs) 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 yeah all right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a podcast. That's uh, enough for the for the day.
1: Yeah, that's enough to satiate these suckers. <laughs> I
0: I had a friend actually just recently tell me like their favorite bits are like when we're talking about our lives and like personal stuff and like sometimes we get into like research heavy stuff and like they actually turn out. So like
1: I kind of think a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what people like
0: antinatalism? What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: I don't know, my weird friend that's kind of fucked up likes to talk about this shit. My my ex-junkie friend. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to talk about weird shit, and I go along with it.
0: (laughs) Troll the white power forums. (laughs) Dude,
1: that would be a fun episode. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) Just go through and just read shit we find? (laughs) Dude. (laughs)
1: That's just some great sound bites.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's asking to be isolated (laughs) into something that's problematic. I'm not doing that. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Thank you to Approaching Human for the use of his music. You can find his work on SoundCloud at
1: Approaching-Human. Thanks, Also, John. probably on an upcoming episode, hopefully, yes. Is very, very soon. Very excited to finally talk to you on the podcast, John. It'll be awesome. Fuck yeah.
0: Make sure to check out the show page at Trashcast Trash on Instagram for news and arts from the show. Check
1: out Facebook for the memes. For the memes. If you're super bored, you can check out my trashy and incredibly slow-to-be- updated art lately on Instagram at SkysXSKYZX and uh, yeah we got interviews and a really really cool strange music topic on the way too so got some cool stuff stick
0: around that's gonna be all for us today stay classy eat trashy